NBL, we obviously talk a lot of it. Uh, of course, a lot we of do. hoops on this show, and rightfully, mm-hmm. sh- rightfully so, as we should. It's a you've become a fan. Game. Well, well, I've always been a fan. Mm-hmm. I lot my, my heart broke a little bit when the Tigers were sort of no longer part of the uh, equation, but I'm back on board. Oh, I, very I nice. love what's going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about the Boston Celtics. Yes. And you know how I feel about anything with a surname Tatum. You know that. <laughs> I do. You know how I feel it's about that. It's kind of, it's a bit sort of awkward, It's really. a bit over the top at it times. Is. It is. So when we heard that the old man was coming down to coach in the NBL and take over the reins no, of the Illawarra Hawks. Your arousal levels went through the, through the roof. suddenly had a team to support again. And it is a joy to have Justin Tatum on the, uh, on the show. Hey, Justin, thanks so much for being part of it. We really appreciate your time. No, thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm here. Congratulations for a start on what you've done with Illawarra. The, the, the turnaround since you've been there has been... Remarkable, and I'm, I'm sure we'll have a chat about that on the way through. But when, when did the NBL and the prospect of you coming down here? When did when did that loom on your horizon? Um, I was just talking to Emma about it not too long ago. It was uh, it started with the owner uh, Jared Novelli. We had conversations in late uh, 2022 in October. Um, it was just uh, brief conversations about how I can find a way to be an impact on helping the organization to you know find players on the, from the American side be like be a consultant um, because I didn't have no no admirations or no thoughts of coming to live in Australia or coaching in Australia do anything in there uh, and so he found a way to uh, get me out of here get me out here in 2023 in March late March for about three weeks as a consultant paid consultant and when I came out here at that time um, Jared is if you don't know him he's a he's a businessman and as all businessmen do if they want something they figure out what you like and how they can implement it in your life and make it you know look great and so he did that in my three weeks while I was down here showing me showing me how beautiful the country is and you know the harbor and you know where I'll be staying and things like that and probably about two days before I was going back home he asked me uh what I consider you know being on the staff and uh and that was after an unbelievable like I said three-week paid great vacation of being around and it was winter winter time in Australia he's like you'll be here in the summertime I'm like no way uh, and so uh that kind of like you know got me to uh you know, decided like, hey, I, a coaching change might not be bad because I was, uh, you know, been in high school for 16 years, um, got all the accolades a coach can get and, you know, helped as many kids make it to the, you know, the level of play that they can play at college-wise. And so I just needed a different challenge. And so I guess all the stars lined up and what Jared did for me to come out here in, in late March kind of, and, and, and at that time, Coach uh, Jacob Jacomis, Jacomis was like, you know, yeah, we'll love you have there on my staff. And, and I was here in late July of this uh, of 2023, and um, that's kind of how I got out of here. Beautiful. And the Hawks, have, they've had a tough run at the last few seasons, and when you take over the team, they're two and seven. Now, mm-hmm. as an aspiring coach, you know, I don't know what your long-term plans were. That can go a lot of different ways. When you're two and seven, it can get, uh, it can get pretty messy. Now, fortunately for you, it uh, turned around, but – what were you thinking at the time when you're inheriting this two and seven team? Um, I, well, at first, I just wanted to put a big bandaid on us bleeding out mm. so bad because we weren't playing well at all. I wanted to figure out a way to how to how I can slow that down, but also I just wanted to come back and just start to build and gain the guys' trust. I really wasn't worried about a winning record or what I, if I could change it around or or anything like that. I just felt mainly I wanted to you know come in and gain the guys' trust and make our work environment fun again. And then as we started to pick that up and we won a game or two, and then I can start to transition to let you know what our what our talent and what our potential is. 
And I just wanted to build the confidence of the guys. I, I, like I told everybody else that when I came to practice the first day, over uh, when I got to Australia, I was like, man, this got to be the best team in the league because <laughs> we we got wings, we got guards, we got vets. I mean, I, and I never seen nobody else yet uh, besides you know the last season, the last well, the last NBL mm-hmm. season. But I'm like, I'm just like that. This is unbelievable. So I just think that I wanted to br- build the, the morale of the guys first, and uh, you know, have our work environment very fun and 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 competitive. And then once they see all that happening, and then win a game or two, then anything can happen. And now we're in this good position. Well, it happened quick. You you take over the team. You're two and seven. You you got to go on the road to the New Zealand Breakers, which is not a an easy trip. And you go bang, and all of a sudden you, you get a win straight away. Uh, what in in hindsight, and you reflect back on when the team was two and seven. What what was going so horribly wrong? Uh, I, I just think that identity wasn't established at that time, and then um, I also think that our conditioning was wasn't up, wasn't as good as we're supposed to have been or, or other teams. And then you know, just the roles of of certain guys really wasn't established as well. And I think that we just as a staff, we that was one of the things that I wanted to make sure I implement uh, firmly and, and 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 swiftly. And the guys understood that. And so once I started, you know, really identifying what I felt certain guys need to start doing more of and less of in front of the in front of the playing group, then the respect factor out from myself to the group was uh, instantly there. So um, because they they never really heard these guys get called out or or they you know they are been told what mm. they should do better or what they need to do least of and so i think that was something that triggered the guys like jt is not messing around with us that he's, <laughs> he's letting us know from the jump that uh if it, if it was tyler hey i might not need to shoot all these fadeaway threes or if it's sam pass the ball out the post on a double whatever it is um i was able to go to those guys in a respectful way uh and to get the best out of it for the team aspect how, what's the key, uh, Justin, to winning trust? Um, I think it's building. Uh, I think, it's, in my opinion, I think it's building trust with my guys. Something outside of basketball. So when I when I was the assistant, um, I let the you know the head coach and the other guys really because they knew most of the guys either from uh, being in Australia or being in different leagues. They knew who they were. I didn't. So when I go to Mason and Todd or Tyler, you know, I I learned about you know their wives, their 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 sons, and and other things that they like to do. I know you know guys who like to fish and play golf, and so like there was other things I like came in and started to talk about. And so when I was uh, able to go straight to those guys when I took over, I was already two and a half months in, or maybe three. Then it was kind of easy because when we go to practice every day, you know, I I ask Todd, hey, how's Jess doing, or how's your hmm. how's your your, your golfing game or something like that. It wasn't always basketball. Look, I seen this wrong or did this. So I think it was a it was a point that where the guys like, man, he generally cares about us outside of the basketball court because he can just be tell us to do this or do this or what's wrong with our game and and not talk to us. So I had to build their trust outside of basketball uh, to make it make, make it make the on court stuff easier. And mm. we spoke to Scott Roth uh, a little while ago, the head coach of the the Jack Jumpers. And uh, he's been in part of, a part of the NBA uh, NBA programs, and we said to him, you know, with all the success you have, would you like to get back to the NBA? Because that's what a lot of the players here are aspiring to do. And he flat out said he has zero interest, mm. not <laughs> interested at all, in in going back to to try to get back into the NBA. Do you have a similar view? What's your coaching journey as you think of ahead? What how it might look. Well, I mean, uh, Scott's a little bit older than me, so he probably had that experience, and he's been in the NBA play for the Jazz back in the day, so he he knows, you know, 
what's in and what's out. I, I, you know, I want to see where my ceiling is. Um, I, I don't ever put a, a roof on my ceiling. And I feel that, you know, since I left high school and, and did this journey and started to see a little bit of success in it, I feel that I can just keep pushing myself. Um, but my goal is right now to win a championship for Illawarra. And at the, down the road, if I have opportunity to sit on the NBA bench or be a part of it, I would love to experience somehow, some way. I don't never. And then if it's not for me, uh, then, you know, and NBL is, hopefully, you know, they welcome me back with open arms. But at the end of the day, I want to kind of see where how far I can push myself coaching-wise. Well, what is going on uh, mm. with your status? So, uh, yes. Have you have you put pen to the paper? Have you, was there a big announcement forthcoming, or you still got an interim tag hanging over your head? I still got an interim tag hanging on my head. I mean, my but my organization, they understand and respect, uh, you know, what I've been asking. I, is that there's something – we've been in talks about it, So, but I don't want it to make it a big uh, – priority with me or right now what we have going on i said i love finding way to win games i love how this uh this team is playing and if i feel that i have, I have to take a minute or two away from uh, uh contracts or conversation about me in the midst of it it kind of takes me away from what i love to do uh, i did not have any understanding or not understand i had any admirations of being a head coach here this swift this soon so i would not i don't you know Doing it and being involved in it right now would take away from my love or what I what I got myself into. So my organization knows that, but I'm for sure. I mean, we have been in talks. So Illawarra and I mean knows that I want to be here if this is where they want to have me. We're here to talk to you about you and 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 you're, it's a fascinating story and it's clearly a story with many chapters yet to be written and ho- hopefully there's going to be some great ones written, um, you know, about you and and Illawarra, but. Just between you and me, have you got a good feeling about Boston and the and the title this year? Do you feel like do you feel like this is going to be he's our big, year? He's a big fan. Just, do you feel like this is going to be our year? So this is off the record. This, this is off the record. Just, just between you and me. That no one's no one's listening. No. <laughs> no, they have a they have a great year to do it. I mean, I I, I say that, but I, I felt the last couple of years they had a great year. Uh, the last couple of years as well. But you know, I, like I tell Jason, um. I don't, you know, I mean, I'm a big fan. I want them to win. They should win, but I don't, I don't take them serious until the playoffs because, you know, yeah. they, they, they're 82 games. Uh, they can, they can be at the top of the ladder. Then, then, you know, their first playoff game, they can go six games with Atlanta or, you know, whoever the bottom seed is. I said that ticks me off. So, you know, with these guys, uh, I'm for sure they have everything, the experience, they have the, the you know, the players. Uh, you know, now the coach is in the second year, four years, so he, he has the understanding what to do. I think they have all the intangibles to win it. Uh, they just tick me off until playoff starts. So I, <laughs> maybe you have to ask me around there. Right, I'll come back. Everything's looking very uh, good. Yeah. But when you watch your son play, uh, uh, I'd imagine that you, because you've seen him and, and helped him and guided him right throughout that yep. pr- that process, do you, do you get on the, the phone every now and again and say, hey, Jay, that, that, that jump shot, just, you know, what are you doing here? Do you, do you still coach him? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Andy, it's not coaching. It's just talking out loud as a dad to a, a grown man who gets paid $300 million a year. <laughs> all the whole it's, not like, it's not like it was in high school that, you know, man, he, he looked at me like, yeah, I get you on this one. This time he looks at me, he looks right through me. Like, you know, right. He's like, get out, get out of here. You can't do this. Uh, you know I, mean? I complain about the side step, fadeaway three. He's like, why do you take so many of these? I don't like these shots. He's like, you can't do it. And so, like, I said, you know what? I just, I'll just compliment you from here on out. Good luck, good game. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, make your free throws here and there. But at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's not too much coaching. It's more supporting for me. I think I've done enough uh, of the coaching and, and, and yelling. Right now, he loves how big of a fan I am of his and, 
what I shoot him, little text messages of like, you know, great job, you did this, I like this move, or just something I was proud of him doing. And once again, it, it's not really about the scoring to me. It could probably be I'll name a little assist that he passed to somebody or how he cheered for his team when they came off the bench or just something small that, you know, that he knows that I'm watching it. I watch every play, everything that he does. Nice. Oh, he's a great player and he seems like a great teammate. They love, clearly love him in in that city and, and as part of that team. Yep. And he seems like a fine young man. Every Everything we see on social media and the way he represents, uh, you'd obviously be an enormously proud father. And um, you should be. He's a, he's a terrific, terrific, um, terrific young man. Uh, Justin, uh, let's hope you can get Jason out here every now and again just to, you know, who knows, pull out, yep. drop in for a chat. Uh-huh. I'll do my best. I mean, we got the Olympics coming up, so it'll be tough if uh, if they knock the interim tag off me and I'll be back next year. It'll be tough to get him out this season, but uh, I'm, I'm going to do my best to get him out here, and uh, he's, he would love to as well. Well, hang on. If Taylor Swift can get Travis Kelsey out here, I reckon you can get Jason Tatum out here. I reckon we can do that, can't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll try two different seasons. You know, yeah, that's one true. Another, that's true. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, and for those that uh, want to catch more on ESPN, oh yeah, uh, your exclusive sit down before the uh, Boomers game. We ha- I've had a, a long sit down, and then we'll see the longer version of that uh, next week before the opening. Uh, well, one of the opening playing games on next Thursday. So uh, appreciate your time, Justin, and the work you do. You're helping out ESPN and promoting the game's been fantastic. Good on you, mate. Thanks yeah. for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Justin Tatum, coach of the Illawarra Hawks, and uh, what a joy to have him on the show. We wish him all the very best.